And now for part two. Somebody said, situationships are really just the abuse of people's intimacy, time, and energy. Thoughts. <laughs> Look at Mark West. <laughs> the use of the word abuse is is the, the factor for me. What's the question? So situationships. So just oh, like yeah. all all the things in relationship except the actual commitment and like caring of other people's real feelings and shit. <laughs> yeah, I was hesitant to call it abuse, but um like I there's different levels of situationship. If we just fucking that's not abuse. That's not a situationship. Situationship. Right, that's what I'm saying. Situationship yeah. is that I and I need qualifying facts. Situationship is y'all doing all the things in relationship, but not calling it a relationship. Yeah. And then yeah. not really committing your actual. One of you is stringing the other one along, or y'all both lying to each to yourselves, mm-hmm. or y'all just too scared. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it abuse because I don't know. Okay. Quiz. He passed on this one. He passed on this one. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I I so happen to be the king of situationships. I'm sorry, I don't. Listen, y'all know I'm only honest like this with y'all, so I'm just gonna tell y'all the truth. Hey, I'm the king of situationships. I may or may not be in a situationship right now. Got it. Um, I, I'm gonna tell you. I'll say this. You want that edited out? No, you can leave it. That's fine. Um, See, look, at him. look at him abusing people's <laughs> That's That's completely fine. What's you can it? call me a situationship abuser. That's completely fine. I think it's interesting, too, because it. it's like, how old are we? Like, you know what you're doing. Like, so if you want to do this, then we're doing it. If you don't want to do this, then you have, there's a door. You could not do this with me. But I think situationships, I've been actually pretty lucky where the people who just wanted a very defined relationship, like, you're not my girlfriend, they specifically said that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we know where the boundaries of this is. We yeah. know what we're doing and we know what we're not doing. Yeah. So I think the whole idea of a situationship is that you haven't set those boundaries, but you acting like those boundaries are there. Uh, like, you haven't yes. explicitly said... Yes. I've had people try to put me in those and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm not... Uh, we can't hang out. <laughs> we can't hang out. Don't oh, call me. Okay. So y'all, are, so y'all are wonderful people, right? Y'all are amazing. Oh, I love y'all. You're about to shit on this. But... Sometimes <laughs> it just happens that way. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens? A guy don't act like you don't know. <laughs> You're kicking it. Whether y'all didn't just, you know, made love or not, whatever. You're just hanging out. Yep. You cuddled up. And then somebody, it could be you or it could be her, but somebody's going to say, what are we doing? What are we doing? I know it. I know it. What so are, are we? Or what are we? And I, you know, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Depending on who you are determines the, the answer I give you. When they oh. say, what are we? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm Quez. <laughs> and you're you. I'm and having together, that, like, in the moment. We're us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to mess up what we have. Okay, so why are we talking about it? <laughs> We're not gonna mess it up. Let's just keep doing it. Pass the cigarette, yo. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that I was toxic until like I got a divorce, and after my divorce, like 
I was new to dating again and it was weird it was a different world mm. but after a year I adapted to the world mm. so now I'm just like them so when we be like when be like uh where do you see us going I'd be like I don't know Longhorn I, <laughs> Olive Garden I don't know where, where are we going I don't know <laughs> where you want to go what you trying to do super toxic <laughs> <laughs> but like so so but you just came out of a long term right again yeah Two of them. Okay. I was married for years, right. and then I was in a long-term relationship um, recently. So then you don't tell people, like, I'm not ready for none of this, nothing more than this. And I find it interesting. I, I like to use the term, man, we kicking it. We kicking it. Listen, I'm surprised you haven't been strangled by saying that. Really? Like, that's... <laughs> Almost. <laughs> See? Because, no, Almost. that's like... Really? Don't play me, dude. Just say you don't want to fuck with me like that. Oh. <laughs> I mean, but what? Okay, so yeah, no, I'm, I like I'm very too explicit removed people. from it. Yo, be, yeah. Just be straightforward. Oh, oh, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Like this is part of me being toxic, right? So, it, I can talk about me being toxic, right? So here's the thing. I will say, what more do you want? It's just the title. See, that's probably. I'm with you every day. I help pay your bills. We go out to eat. We do all the things you do in a relationship. Why do we need titles? (laughs) Like, you don't have to call a lion a lion to know it's a lion. It just is. (laughs) (laughs) It just is what it is. I love it. Oh my goodness. But, like, you're unafraid to, like, if you wanted it to be a solidified relationship to say that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm like the fact that the question is being asked in my mind tells me that they not that one, right? Cause it sounds like they would have known you would have made exactly. it clear. So yeah. But women, exactly. they... Cause if I, if I still hit you with the, what you about to do question at midnight, you're not, we not in a relationship. <laughs> Like, where are you going? What you... You ain't staying here. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's, if it's one in the morning and we're done and it's like, oh, what you about to get a... Oh. You're not the one. You ain't got yeah, to go home. You, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I understand. If I, if I come to your house and I don't have an overnight bag, you're not the one. Because mm. I don't plan on staying here. Mm-hmm. You feel like that, pre- that practice is prevalent? Of situationships? What? situation? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... I didn't believe in that um, prior to my marriage. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was a different time period. You were in relationships. You were committed. You know, people were making, you know, mixtapes, love mixtapes. Um, that's what we were. Um, this generation, it shocked me. And I think I talked about it the last time I was on the show when I got yeah. divorced. I was shocked. I was so shocked. I was like, wait, so you mean to tell me that we can have sex? Order pizza and watch Netflix, and that's it. <gasps> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> this is great. I don't have to listen to you. I don't have to hear. This is awesome, right? <laughs> but um, it took all joking aside, though. It took a while to get adjusted to it, and now it's a thing where the majority of people are in situationships. They're not in relationships. And do you think they're happy? Um, no, and I can tell you, I'm not happy. I can be honest about that. Mm. It's fun, 
But when it's not fun is when you don't have that person that's automatically in your corner. Mm-hmm. So it's like crack. That's when it's not fun. <laughs> It's like it's it's all fun and games when you're binging in the crack house, and then and, and when you sober up, <laughs> you, you wake so- up you're in in your underwear, <laughs> and you gotta go find some food, and you ain't got no money, and where's your other shoe? You like- your other shoe. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It's all like today. I just got home off of the road. It's it's all fun and games until you get home off of the road and you walk in your house and it's silent. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're hungry. You go in your refrigerator. It's like there's no food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you call your best friend, but your best friend is out with her boyfriend, so it's like, no one loves me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but we talk about a, this all And it's time. a Saturday. It's a Saturday, so all of your little situationships are out with other situationships, or they're out with their homegirls, mm-hmm. and you're just like... I'm gonna do a little podcast at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what that's part of the part of the show, part of the show that we're gonna want to focus on a little yes. more is like getting particularly men, but everyone to understand like you know the point of relationships is to have people, mm-hmm. <laughs> to have people around you to be there to love and care for you. You can't think that you're gonna play around with all these women until you're like fifty five. And then want to find, <laughs> then want to find someone to take care of you when you're yeah. in a walker. Like, all right. So someone said again on Instagram that after bad relationships, women will take months to heal. They'll be celibate. They'll go to therapy. They'll do all this internal work to prepare to repair themselves and then prepare themselves for new relationships. And that men don't do those things. They just hop out and then fuck around and try to heal themselves in these other... Inside these other wounds. Yes. Well, broad sweeping generalizations. Well, clearly. So, clearly. Where did that come from? I don't know. I'm just me. <laughs> me. Yeah, me. 100%. 100%. That's exactly what I did when I got my divorce. But that was a divorce. But still, like, it's the same thing. No, I mean, that's like that's therapy. We got divorced, and I went on a tour, and I was a man whore on the tour, and I didn't do any of the any of the work, mm. any of the healing. I didn't think about my ex. I didn't think about what I lost. I didn't think about none of that. Mm-hmm. Six months later, I'm in my house, and I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> And it, it it was bad for like a week. Like wow. it was like a full week of like just depression because yeah. I didn't deal with it. Yeah. And um and then I didn't I didn't date or have any sex or anything for like two months after that because I was literally processing it. But my ex wife, she worked in reverse. Mm. She healed herself for like two years mm-hmm. and then got in a nice, healthy situation. So Wow. Yeah. So what it, what would be your suggestion for young men if they even have <laughs> a long-term relationship where they need healing from? What's your suggestion or yours? Go to therapy. Yeah. Go to therapy. I went to therapy and it changed my life. Um, go to therapy. Because a lot of times as men, we're taught to suppress our feelings and our emotions and, you know, to be this big macho guy. And sometimes you just need to 
go to therapy so you can learn how to properly deal with your emotions, how to process them, how to move forward, and how to be a better person, not just for yourself, but also for whatever future situation you get into and for your children and those around you. Awesome. All right, last question. What's the best lesson that you learned in your 20s and then the best lesson that you learned in your 30s? Wow, okay. Best lesson I learned in my 20s was stop trying to fit in when you were designed to stand out. Nice. My man, okay. Uh, 30s, it's been, uh, stop trying to please people that aren't pleased with themselves. Mm. Listen, those are are life gems right there. (laughs) Could have died, please. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. So, 20s? Be braver. Be braver. Be more courageous. You know how much ass I could have got if I was braver? <laughs> a fact. I was just like, uh, uh, uh. But yeah, just put yourself out there. Like, put yourself out there and, and live life. Not even just the ass, but I couldn't do other things. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's the 20s. Um, I'm in a similar place to you, Quez, but I'm in my 40s. So I'm like, I'm only now dealing with, because I wasn't a people pleaser before. <laughs> I, because of my position and my responsibilities, I started trying to please everyone and find a happy medium in all these different situations. And I'm juggling so much. I'm saying, yes, yes, I'll do this. Yes, I can do that. But my capacity is way over. Right? And so now I'm like, no. And only now I'm getting back to that place where you are, where it's like, it's not even about the people who are not pleased with themselves, but that's a great insight. And I'm taking that one with me. Um, but like, stop trying to please other people. Stop trying to please other people. As they say, you can't Straight pour up. from an empty cup. Yeah. I'm not going to bend over backwards. No. I love this. Yeah. black men grow. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, man. Is there anything you wanted to share? Anything you wanted to ask us? Because we didn't even get a chance. I've been working a lot. Um, we got a lot of stuff coming up. Um, things with SWV, things with Jeffrey Osborne, things with The Whispers, uh, things with some of the new artists that I just signed. It's a lot happening. And um, I'm grateful for all of the work. Um, but at the same time, I'm tired. Like tomorrow, I'm sleeping all day. I don't want anybody to talk to me. Like my phone is going on silent. Like, no. Much love to Quez for stopping through and blessing us. Yeah, so you could check him out on IG at Marquez G. And here. Like, we hope to have him on for Ask a Dude, like, once a month. Yeah. I don't know. Quez, don't hit you, us up. Don't you want to hit him? Don't you want to ask a dude? <laughs> Welcome to the Black Spark Speech. Oh, shit. Dropping knowledge. Life hacks and shit. Anybody else out there experience imposter syndrome? Yes, sir. I'm sure y'all do. If you don't, you lying. <laughs> <laughs> or, you, or or perhaps you're stagnated. Perhaps or you're maybe not. maybe you're just awesome and you know it. Oh, my I'm bad, yes. I'm in the know uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Yes, so I've been applying to jobs the last two months. And um, I'm dealing with all of this navigation of the qualifications that are listed, right? And so, I mean, if I'm if I was staying in the same place that I am, then it would be easy, and I wouldn't be confronted by this experience. 
but I'm growing, right? And I'm looking for something new, looking for something bigger, looking for something better. Mm-hmm. And so there's always a little bit of room. Every time I read through the job, app, I'm like, okay, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool. I got this. Oh, wait, I ain't got that. Oh, wait, I ain't got that. Eh, whatever, right? <laughs> so, but then I have to remember what my friend told me the other day because he was like, yo, I know you're looking for jobs and whatnot. And he was like, yo, did you see this other job that was posted? And I was like, no. And he was like, man, one of my staff got it. Um, like a week ago, and you got way more experience than she did. <laughs> you should have applied. I was like, oh, well, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, man, she got it. I was surprised. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, that being said, lots of people just have what they have because they ask for it. Because they put themselves out there. Because they set forth on the journey regardless of whether or not they are you know, fully prepared. Uh, yeah, you got you got any input on this one? Yes, yes. So pretty much I will just say, and I feel like I've said it probably on a send-off or something before, like have the audacity of a mediocre white man. Yes, like, you did. Just... You did a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put it out there. It's not like you don't have experience. And Correct. it's not like you won't. there's not some amount of learning on the job. There always is. There are no unicorn, you know, clients or unicorn um Institutions, um, employers, institutions, employees, or employees. And bet you know what? You could think all you want to think about it, but you're still not con- considering. Sorry, mm-hmm. those who are those who are giving into imposter syndrome are not considering the potential pool, right? So right. Mad people who might be qualified and better than you, right? Might not even know about this job, and they might not so be put applying. Shit in anyway, or they might have a worse application than you, even if they are better qualified yep. than you. Gone you and know, do it. and the truth of the matter is, when hiring managers are putting out their requirements for jobs, some of those requirements are aspirational on their part. Okay. <laughs> right? We want them They're, to do this. We yeah. want them to be able to do this. We want them to be able to have this. But if we don't get that in our pool of candidates, then we'll yeah. have to settle for whatever, whatever. Yep. You know? Or we want them to have this, we want them to have that, and we want to pay them 20, 30% less than what they're really worth if they did have those qualifications. So they know. <laughs> they lying too. Okay? I've, I've been in the room when we crafted. And we're like, you want them to do that? Yeah, put it in there. If you don't ask for it, then you can't get it. <laughs> Same for the employees. Same for the candidates. Employers do this all the time. They ask for the world in job descriptions and requirements, okay? And they know, you know, shoot high, aim high, okay? That's pretty much what it is. And so we're saying that to ourselves (laughs) and to everyone listening. Just aim high. You never know where you're going to land. So, yeah, so we all need to understand that sometimes... Sometimes the people on the outside looking in have a better view and understanding and appreciation for you than you might have. Yep. And like you need to look inside and say, well, if everybody else is seeing this amazingness in me, how come I'm not seeing this amazingness in myself? Maybe maybe I yeah. am awesome. There's so many people. They have more confidence than me. They're like, yo, you got this and that. Yeah. And then you did this and you And I'm like, I just don't remember. I'm just like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I don't remember these things. And then I'm writing these cover letters like, oh, I did do that. Oh, I did do that. Like, I did do that. Shit. Oh, shit. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Straighten my back up a little bit. <laughs> Get out the way. Move. It's Nia's Need to Know. It's Nia's Need to Know. It's Nia's Need to Know. Yes, it's my turn. Is there something in in this vast world that you think our listeners need to know? You know, there's always stuff we need to know. 
This is okay. All right. <laughs> Did y'all see those disturbing pictures of the white people on the horses whipping the Haitians at the border? Yes. What the fuck? With the with the with the um, what did they, what did they call them? Oh, they, they're just very they extra whips. long reins. Yeah, no, no, they didn't even call them reins. They something with something else. Yeah, but they're horse whips, something like that. Okay, uh huh, right. But you yoking Duke up like that? Yeah. Yeah, no, I saw a video and the pictures. It, it, mm-hmm. It's sad and disturbing. Mm-hmm. I think the most disturbing part about it all is how little self awareness white people have. Mm. Like, don't you remember doing this shit before? Oh, <laughs> did you feel it? Don't you feel it in your spirit? <laughs> Just dig down. Did this feel Check wrong records. at any point? Mm. Y'all didn't look at yourself and say, like, hey, you understand. know what? This just I doesn't was, feel right. I no? was looking at the pictures, staring at that man's face like, don't you have any kind of a sense <laughs> no. about the wrongness of this behavior? No, <laughs> don't not you at all. see what you're doing? Uh, and I was so I was a little confused because when I think of Caribbean people immigrating to the U.S. as a New Yorker, I'm always expecting them to come by plane. <laughs> like so, I oh, I didn't expect goodness. to hear about Haitians or anyone from the Caribbean coming through the Mexican border. But as I oh, read nah. some, you know, I read it a all the time. Yeah, I didn't know that Gulf so. is popping. I really didn't know like that. So I, that was one thing that I, my eyes were open to, Oh yeah, you know, the fact that there was that their They're president refugees. was assassinated. Yes. And then they had the earthquake and yeah. they had something else. All the things. All so. the things. That, that island is ravaged. Yes. There's plenty of reasons for them to be here and plenty of reasons for us to accept, accept them. them. Hello. And those, um, sent to me, you're hungry and tired. Yes. All of that. And, and those, the, the practice of corralling people with long reins mm. is, is, it's is not okay. It's not okay. Nope. Did y'all hear about the mass shooting in Memphis this week? Mm. No, you didn't because nobody gives a shit about mass shootings anymore. It's just a regular thing. It's just How, a you, regular old thing. Was the Apparently, shooter wearing a mask? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they were anti I don't know. Forgive me. I'm a little bit cynical. Cynical about this whole thing. Yeah, no. Apparently, two people were shot. I mean, sorry. Like, 14 people were shot. Okay, and two I people like, were two killed. No, 14 were shot at a Kroger. So, you just... In the... I believe it was in the middle randomly, of the afternoon. I'm like, just, just randomly chill shoot. and get my damn groceries. I'm just get my groceries in the afternoon and somebody comes in and shoot up a Kroger. Like, what? It was one person did the shooting? From what I understand. Young boy, young... I don't... I don't... This is why I said, did y'all hear about it? Because I wasn't even paying much attention to it because oh. it wasn't even that big of a deal on the TV. Okay. So, I don't know very much about it, but I do know. Like, how do... How are we supposed to feel okay living in a country where it's just shoot em up, bang, bang on time? This other little young boy was arrested for threatening to kill his family. Really? Yeah. On top of the one we talked about last week, where mm-hmm. the guy—no, that guy, that boy had—he had, no, that one little boy, that fifteen-year-old had murdered his whole family. Okay, but we were talking about the two boys who were plotting another Columbine. See, this uh, is the fact maybe. that we have all these stories maybe. and we can't keep count of them yeah, is the okay. problem. It's not okay. I don't know what's wrong with people. So I also read. Oh, y'all, the Cyber Ninjas. Cyber Ninjas came through with the sham um, Arizona ballot audit that they were doing. They Wait, were doing happened? a recount. Remember the the Arizona recount that was um, c- 
contracted out to a random ass company called Cyber Ninjas who have zero experience in election auditing and election fraud or anything like that. Remember they were white people looking for bamboo in the ballots because bamboo meant that the ballots might have been made in China and thus they were, you know, erroneous and faulty and fraudulent. You know I don't be studying this. So no, I don't remember <laughs> that. Please continue. Anyway, so QAnon and MAGA and all the GOP have been waiting for this recount to show that there was fraudulent activity. And bamboo in the haystack. <laughs> and what did they find? They, they found that Biden won by a larger margin than they thought in the first place. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they found that Biden got more votes than they had counted because Arizona already had a legit recount by the legit recounting people, not Cyber Ninjas, and they already said he won. Oh, and so then the they re- they said ain't nobody lost Arizona more than Trump because he'd be losing every other month, every all these other recounts and shit. Oh my god! So they found more votes for Biden and then even fewer votes for Trump in this GOP funded, QAnon funded. Um, so did they reject Cyber Ninja's findings? So of course MAGA and QAnon are like, oh, it's a conspiracy. Oh, Cyber Ninjas, <laughs> we trusted y'all. And Cyber Ninjas have been infiltrated, and this is a conspiracy within uh, a conspiracy yes. because moving the goalposts is what we do. Yes. Can I can I can I chime in on this real quick? Yes. I haven't checked all of the sources yet, but supposedly Russell Brand and some uh, in his podcast he was talking about how. Um, there is concrete evidence that this guy lied to the FBI and the Trump collusion was actually a, actually confirmed as a Democratic conspiracy. Ooh, I was like, I gotta watch this later. <laughs> <laughs> I can't watch this right now. You know, this is like, what is it? Um, this is Inception. This is Inception. QAnon, QAnon is Inception on top Look, of an Inception. There is okay? so much of this stuff that keeps coming. I am beginning to become... Worn down. Yeah. I don't know what's the truth anymore. <laughs> that is the entire purpose That's of this whole bullshit. That's the problem. I'm like, why y'all keep... <sighs> All right. And lastly, in the news, y'all know women of a certain age, my age, okay? We like to go have a nice cup of tea, coffee, chai latte, sit when you got a chai and latte. meander through the internet, you know... Analogous to our favorite place, which is Target, (laughs) (laughs) our favorite website is Zillow. Zillow, the place we all go to fantasize about houses that we want, maybe not. You you don't do this, but this is a thing, okay? People love to go to Zillow. Not Target, but Target.com. No, (laughs) Zillow. We all go there. We price houses. We look at neighborhoods. We look at schools. We do all of this stuff. Fantasizing. So Zillow has been taking our internet activity activity for the past like 5, 10, 15 years and has compiled it. And now they know how what people are searching for, how many people are searching, in what areas people are searching, what kind of houses people are searching for, and how much they can afford to pay. And what Zillow has been doing oh, no. is purchasing... Those houses? Single family houses at higher prices than they know that we are able to pay for them. 
And so Zillow is... They got themselves into the real estate game? Zillow has gotten themselves... To hustle us up? Yes. Not only are they purchasing single family houses at higher rates, increasing the comps or comparative housing prices in the neighborhood, thus making housing unaffordable for many different people. Now they also have their own lending. So you can look on Zillow for a home for the price that of they the have they just purchased. Yes. And then they're going to finance yes. our loan. Yes. And Yo, that's dog dirty. Yes. So they are inflating housing prices. So Zillow, BlackRock, Airbnb, all of these companies are buying up single family homes and then increasing the prices so that no one can afford them. That's, I mean, that's similar to the whole issue that we had before with the real estate market where it, the problem was that investors and speculators were purchasing mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. But those were just single people yeah, or yeah, like no, a I couple get it. people. I get it. It wasn't, it, they didn't have the full weight of a, of a multinational corporation yes. funding behind them. I get it. Okay. I don't have words for that. <laughs> I just have rage. <laughs> yes. As people who are, who are. Looking for jobs yes, and looking, for, looking homes. for homes. Trying to get a garden, yo. Trying to get I'm a saying. Ba- Listen, trying get to get a, a nice backyard. Now, this is some bullshit. This is this is some <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> um. So on to the ratchet. We have never spoken about this, and I just want it to be said for posterity. Uh, Bill Maher is problematic. Mm, we used to before? love Bill Maher. We used to love no, Bill we haven't. Bill Ever Mar's since he decided that 9-11 was not an inside <laughs> job, we canceled him. <laughs> well, that wasn't when I canceled him. I canceled him when he felt like he could say nigger. He said house nigger on the show and thought oh. it was okay. He's always had extremely problematic views of Muslims in particular. Like yes, He has a, he has a deep-seated hatred for Islam as a religion. And now... And religion, period. Religion, yes. period, but specifically he, Islam. He, he would always say it's the dirtiest, it's mm-hmm, the lowest. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And he is having increasingly intolerable views about race. So apparently today, really? he and... Or not necessarily today, recently. I don't I don't know exactly when it happened, honestly. Uh, he and Whoopi Goldberg have been like trading... Uh, comments back and forth because she is saying that anybody who feels like there's an issue with having a black national anthem needs to be re-educated and he Mm -hmm. feels like that 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 in and of itself this quote-unquote re-education is a problem and I think that it's it's so amazing to me that white people have such such low information about others. <laughs> like mm. the fact that they just found out that there's a black national anthem mm-hmm. that has been around for mm-hmm. over a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Is, That's a problem. What the fuck? That's a problem. Where have y'all been? Yes. What have y'all been? They think it's brand new. The fact that they don't they people think, don't understand that so many people in other nations speak like seven languages. Right. And we are stuck on one. They think everything is new ever since George Floyd and the awakening of white people the white people who didn't want to be awakened think that all this stuff is new new. it's like bro you mad late (laughs) you super late to the game so yes we have a black national anthem I learned it in kindergarten I still know all of the words to all three stanzas Mm. okay all three Mm. stanzas okay okay <laughs> and it saddens me that my children don't know it and haven't been made to sing it on stage multiple times by now. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's been here, white people. It's 
been here. And the fact that y'all mad about it and you don't even know the history of the actual national anthem is the problem. Well, here's the thing, too. Also, so many contributions of black folks to this nation people are not aware of. And so that's how you end up with folks thinking mm-hmm. that white folks build the pyramids and white folks build this nation by themselves or aliens, and, and, or aliens right because <laughs> black people because if do it, it wasn't if it wasn't y'all it couldn't have been anybody else <laughs> so many contributions of people are like wait what that's why i love yeah. those videos about if the united states did not have black folks you wouldn't be able to do this there wouldn't be mm-hmm. no street lights mm-hmm. there wouldn't be no this mm-hmm. so it's, it's just all part and, and this is why black people get annoyed when people when like white allies or you know allies in general as well how can i help and what can i do this is exhausting that i have to tell you that there's a black national anthem and it has nothing to do with black people wanting their own country no. it is detailing it's, it's our experience our shared here. history yes our shared our history, history that you should have been taught in this country that's yes. why it's our national yes. anthem it's talking about our experience right here yes, <laughs> yes. y'all don't have the same experience here it's the same problem when people got up people get upset about the um the anti-Asian law that was passed. Sorry, the anti-anti-Asian law that mm-hmm, was passed. Because mm-hmm. they were like, wait, hold up. I've been getting lynched for how long? <laughs> and it took, what, two weeks? Two weeks for Asians for to, to get happen? beat up. Which they shouldn't oh, be getting shouldn't beat be, up. No, 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 no. Yeah, they shouldn't have been getting beat up. That's just not cool. we just saying do but for like, us. Wait, why? Wait, how? Can I get some? They oh, will, no, they, clearly uh, I and it was, okay. it was this year or last year where they again this refused to... This is all the same to, year. Yeah, right. It's all the same year. Since 2019, it's all been the same year. I don't care. Where they again refuse to um, outlaw? No. Oh, yes. But outlaw lynching. lynching. The time came (laughs) to have the conversation. They had the conversation and consciously said, "Nah, we're gonna keep the lynching going. We're gonna keep the lynching. We like that shit." All right, that's my little rant. Every every week, I feel like I have a little bit of a rant. Sorry. So, Kelly Price is missing, or not. Wait, what? I don't know. Kelly What's... Price is missing? So, you know, there's been this whole thing about this little white girl who went missing and her husband or oh, boyfriend yeah. uh-huh, or whatever uh-huh. killed her and the, you know, missing white woman syndrome, the whole country, you know. Wait, went... is it the woman who was on the tr- on a, uh, on a journey with a boyfriend yes. in, the, in, in, the, in the van? Yes. And then he left her and yes. they came back and yes. his parents hid him and then they yes. let him escape? Oh, that one, yes, okay. that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See how you know the whole story? No, because my new staff member, she told me about it last week See and I was like, wait. What? See how she know the whole She was time? literally watching it okay. in the office. See? See? <laughs> so the whole country stand up because white woman is missing, right? And then black people came out like, yo, my son been missing for however many months. Yo, my son been missing. Yo, my kid been missing. Like, why don't we do this with people? People are missing people? all of that. And time. then so at towards the end of the week, somebody said, yo, Kelly Price been missing <laughs> since she had COVID. Like at the end of July, she went to the hospital. What? Then she they said she was discharged and no one has seen her since she's I'm sorry, been discharged. What? Exactly. But she's a celebrity, though. They said she hadn't called her family. They haven't seen her. They said she hasn't called her children. And so people are like... Kelly Price has been missing since July? They have a missing persons report out for her that they put out a couple... Like last week or a couple weeks ago. Even though people said they haven't seen her since July. They just put out... And so I said, this story is a little weird and a little funky. And I don't even know what to believe. They just thought she was on tour or something? 
And just as we were editing this episode, mm. Kelly Price made a video. I think she was talking to TMZ, letting us know that she pretty much had, she died from COVID and they revived her. She woke up in the hospital with what? the doctors all around her asking her if she knew what day it was. Oh my like, God. And she got lots of home care. Both she and her husband ended up having COVID. And so they were quarantined. So... Yeah. Thank God she's alive. Wow, yes. So let's let's, you know, yeah. say a little prayer. I say a little prayer for you. For the send off, we just wanna say I know we said it last week, but like <laughs> for real. Check on your people. For real, like, for real. <laughs> you don't know where they going, who they going with, who they married to, they got a new boo. Did you meet the boo? What's the boo like? Mm-hmm. You know, like all the things. Are they okay? Are their parents okay? Did they go a little stir crazy being don't in the be house by themselves with COVID? Like, is going on these days. It's 10 p.m. <laughs> Do you know where your friends are? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yes. And then when you get on the phone, do FaceTime. I don't know what Google have, but whatever. Get yeah. on the phone, do yeah. FaceTime. Yeah. And then what y'all do? Spark it up. Spark it up, yo. <laughs> Thanks for checking us out. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Black Spark Podcast. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. <laughs>